Welcome to Opening Presence, the podcast about creative self-realization. My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you so much for joining me. In today's episode, I sit down with Harley Case. She's an entrepreneur, musician, and creative director for Ladies of Paradise, a female-owned creative agency, and Lady J's, the most vibrant and uplifting marijuana company you've ever seen. In this conversation, we talk about the different stages of the creative process and how we use plant medicine to nurture our most authentic selves. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Now, without further ado, welcome to Opening Presence. Welcome to Opening Presence. My name is Aaron Robinson. Thank you all for joining me. Uh, Today, I am joined by a very special guest who goes by Harley Case. How are you? I am doing great. Thanks for having me, Aaron. <laughs> Harley is this is you have a really unique and cool name. Um, I thank my parents constantly for it. I feel like it definitely has attributed to my like personality. Yeah, like yeah. don't you have to like live up to it in oh, some absolutely. sense? It's like Harley Case, mm-hmm. like I'm like okay, it's an epic name. I gotta be an epic person. Yeah, forever. yeah. <laughs> I think I think you you. Uh, fulfilled your end of the bargain on that because you're out here doing amazing things creatively and multiple multiple avenues and I guess I want to start off with like like what is your passion and yeah how did how did that uh, become actualized growing up well let's see I feel like I have a lot of passions at this point Um, but career wise, I really, I'm a really big advocate for working with women and also like plant medicine. And so working in the cannabis industry and owning like a full service creative agency that's only has women that's hired. It's like, I feel like that's absolutely how I have learned to make that real and make it like to where I was able to work on it every day and spend my days. Yeah. spend my days getting to work on what I care about. Mm-hmm. But my passion that's for, like, myself is definitely music. Music? Yeah. Singing, especially. I play keyboard and guitar, but, I mean, I'm definitely a far better singer than I am a keyboard or guitar player. Sure. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. So did you grow up singing? Yeah. I actually, I got my first guitar when I was 14, and I started playing in bars from 14 and 19. That's how I made my money. <laughs> and I literally would, like, busk outside downtown in, like, a, a really small town, and then I would have, like, two weekly gigs, and I would play three-hour sets of all original music. It was crazy. Yeah, it was pretty nuts, actually. I, like, got into a really just toxic relationship that, like, convinced me that I basically wasn't good at it, and so I stopped doing it for almost four years, which is just crazy, but I moved to Portland uh, almost four years ago now and Mm -hmm. was like, okay, I'm going to get away from this person. I'm going to get back to, like, living my truth, and so I started working on this music project with one of my best friends, and actually it's really funny because he was the first person to ever record a song that I wrote when I was 14, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and now he's, like, the one who produces all my music and, like, works on all of my projects with me, and it's awesome. Awesome. It's actually really sad. Sorry, I'm a rambler. No, no, no. Um, Go, go, go. Our band name was Monstera, but someone just released music under uh, this name. I saw you post that, like, yesterday, but it just depends on, like, is the music good? 
It is. Is it good? And it's okay. So there was there was a band already called Monstera that was like a pretty dead like no new music since like 2017, and it was like some heavy rock, and it was just a totally different vibe. And so I was like, we can get away with this, but this new band is like very similar. Like, Uh, and so I'm just like, uh, like the soulful neo electro. Yeah, it's like a female singer too, and yeah, you can just go fuck her up though. I know. <laughs> so not funny. I, I feel like it's a sign from the universe that that just wasn't the right name. Yeah. Well, you know does it I mean? not feel right for you? Um, I really loved it for a long time, but now we've been thinking of new names, and I'm like, okay, actually, you know, like I, we can find something that is even better. Like, yeah. I, I'm a big believer that everything happens like exactly the way it's supposed to. So sure. it's a bummer, but we'll turn it around, and we're gonna figure out an even cooler name. Yeah, uh, hopefully, we can find out that name on here. For sure. <laughs> I, I did that. I did a uh, a podcast with Tim the other day, and, I, and we were talking about like nicknames, and he called me Accountability Aaron. I was like, that just doesn't have a ring to it. It just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't flow. And then I was like, I'm gonna come up with a new nickname for you. And then I was like, at the very end, it was like the Amazing Mr. Morpheus, and I was like, I like I'm like, I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. So better than accountable. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah. it's it's better than that. But hopefully, we can come up with a new name. Uh, for your group, I am all ears. Okay, we can we can play. I like like word plays and like okay, acronyms and all that kind of stuff. Like I don't know if I can think of it on the spot, but we'll we've been like toying around because so I'm like very passionate about the ocean and just like underwater creatures. I'm a little dolphin tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so and I really want at our shows we the house shows that we uh, put on we had like screens that had like underwater just beautiful videography and so we've been thinking of kind of ocean inspired uh Mm -hmm. names like saltwater was one of them ocean oracle was another one um i really loved light language i had like a really cool like tarot experience um with this lady and she was like said that like my guides were like telling me that like it's so crazy because she doesn't know a singer at all but she was like that your like gift is through like light language and she was like you're gonna be able uh-huh. to express it through your voice but that's taken you know light language is taken yeah. oh that's so obscure but I was thinking too maybe like uh. light like l-i-t-e language you know yeah you can like do light, light you can you know do know l-y-t I mean? and then i feel like that's a kind of a play to like light language light know, like lingo light. yeah like I don't know. Oh, damn. That's fun, though. That's fun to think about, though. That's like a new project, though. Like, when it's like, oh, it's taken, it's just like, all right, well, I can either get all, like, salty about it, and then, or it's like, oh, a new project. Now I can Mm -hmm. think of something that aligns with me 100%. Like, I've gone through so many names, like, since I was young, like, just think, like, thinking about, like, graffiti names that I went by, and just like there was a thing called Abstract Army that I was like, all right, Abstract Army. Like, That's this how. I'm, is the one. Yeah, this is yeah. the one. This is the one. And then in college, I came up with one called Pluto's Crush. P L U T O S C R U S H. And that one is like the how I uh, represent myself as an artist, like mm-hmm. as like when I used to make music or just like art, just painting in general and stuff. But Pluto's Crush is is like me like having my my fixation on like mother earth like that's like my my crush i'm like oh my god like i'm so i'm so shy and bashful like i want the best for like with mother earth but i'm not paying like she doesn't pay attention to me 
because Pluto's because because everybody on Earth that's epic. Everybody on Earth like they Pluto's not a planet anymore, and they just oh disregarded me. So I'm just like, oh, see, that's like so I that's like a love story type of uh, concept, but it's like nobody. I still have it and I still will use it for like my like my acrylic on canvas painting. Like that's what I kind of yeah. represent with that quadrant. But over the last couple of years I realized I need to move towards like owning my name. Like yeah. who's Aaron Robinson? Stop hiding for behind sure. this conceptual artsy fartsy name. So Aaron Robinson, now it's like AR concepts like in my meditation and podcasts all exist under the umbrella of like Aaron that. Robinson concepts. And it's just like, all right, cool. We're good now. We don't have to hide. We don't have to be like fucking abstract army. See, I've been doing the opposite. I feel like I've like always been like, okay, my name's Harley Case. Like I'm going to go so hard. Like I literally, my business before this, which I'm embarrassed to say the name of it because it wasn't supposed to end up being like, what it was but it literally was harley's closet (laughs) back in the day but it was so i've always been like okay let's own this name let's like yeah yeah but i feel like pluto's crush that has so much like thought and meaning behind it it makes me feel like i'm like oh shit okay i need to like figure (laughs) out what's my whole life about (laughs) they're like the answers are always there it's like we always think they're outside of like our own field of view like they're literally on our bib mm-hmm. that has all the fucking mess on it and it's totally. just like we look at the bib of just like all this thrown up food and stuff and it <laughs> spells out a word For and it's sure. like oh that's what it is it's right just there waiting to be well, like we think seen. it's out there yeah okay here's a question is your bandmate named justin josh oh my gosh his parents should have named him justin just in case, case. <laughs> oh that would have be been close. that would have been so cool damn that was that's really really close. That is really close. Like, um, can you change your name, please? Yeah, for please. Us? Yeah, let's go down to the courthouse and get this name changed so this we can. Will make work. This I guarantee, just in case it's taken, <laughs> guarantee. Probably, but it probably isn't as like. Uh, it's probably not our vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we did talk about, or we did briefly like touch on like the answers, kind of being, in front of us at all times. How do you find solutions to life problems or creative, uh, I guess, challenges? Like, do you have a process in which you can kind of decode these things? I don't know. I mean, I'm like a really big pod person. Like, I like to really rely on my community. Um, And so I feel like I, whenever anything is going on, like, I bring it to my friends and my colleagues and, like, my, you know, and and Mm -hmm. talk and get, like, opinions because, honestly, I just feel like, Sometimes I don't know, like, exactly how to handle things or what the best – just the, what the best move is going to be. And I really care about about doing the right thing and fixing things in, like, ethical ways. And so I feel like keeping people close to me that I really trust their opinion and trust that they that they want what's best for me, our community, our planet, uh, you know, all of it um, – I, yeah, I feel like I have, like, no processes for anything. <laughs> I'm just, like, all over the place. <laughs> But I definitely, I I always talk with, like, my friends about everything, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, surrendering to, like, whatever, because everybody has their own process. Like, I don't have, like, this, like, oh, yeah, I open up this spreadsheet, and then whenever I have an issue, I just (laughs) throw it into the algorithm or anything like that. And we're good to go. Or at least just, like, there's a certain point where just understanding, like, this is the way that I am, Mm -hmm. and, of course, I'm trying to get better every day, but, like, maybe there's something within this process that I do have that 
that is something that I just need to like honor and accept yeah. and be like, oh, this is just the way that I go through things. And for sure, like, I guess I guess I've, I've been experimenting a lot with just like just getting back to just presence, just like like not meditating throughout like the whole day and stuff. But it's similar to that is like when my mind's going mm-hmm. in other places of just like. I guess just being distracted or just yeah. just thinking about things for whatever reason. It's like, why am I thinking? Totally. Well, like, is there a reason why I'm thinking right now? And a lot of the times it's like, no, you don't really need to be thinking right now. Let's just get back to this one-pointed awareness and just sit there for as long as possible. And things or problems or challenges kind of cease to exist from that one single point because it's like you're like, oh, well, I'm – I'm here right now. Uh, I'm not in immediate danger. Okay, like, let's just operate here and then allow something to come up from it, whether that's a solution or an inspiration to go on a particular path. But I've been, I don't know, just having fun, just being really present with myself. It's such a challenge. I have been, I, I struggle definitely with just, like, I feel like the majority of people do, just letting your thoughts, like, take control. And I feel like I've been really taking on a lot and so I'll have like so much anxiety about like what if this happens and then this happens because Mm. of this and letting it like just like go way out of control it's like bad but I have been working really hard to do the same thing to be like okay like let's just think about like what is actually happening right here Mm -hmm. and not let this like chain of effect like (laughs) spiraling out of control it definitely is really helpful to try to remain as present as possible if you can (laughs) yeah if we can we do have practices and modalities in which we can so i want to dive into ladies of paradise hell yeah that could be the name too even though josh isn't josh isn't a lady (laughs) but (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like very much so ladies of paradise has been like a a group situation and so i'm really excited to have like my own separate vibe again <laughs> mm, yeah. yeah 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 so you said it functions as a creative agency yeah that's what your profession is is, mm-hmm. is creativity and photography art direction and all of the sorts yeah it's it's honestly we have failed at a lot of things in the last like four years and we pivoted a lot. We actually started throwing like cannabis consumption events. Um, and then we like actually, <laughs> we actually put way, way, way too much insane effort into these parties to where we would like rent out these spaces and literally like spend all the money that we would make on it, like decorating to extremes and we would never make any money. So we Mm. had to pivot from that. We had a store for a little while, pivoted from that. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing that has always like kept us going is, is photography and helping with branding, helping, helping companies. I mean, find really cool, interesting vibes within the cannabis space. Mm -hmm. We've been definitely branching out this last year with not working with not only working with cannabis companies, which has been really, really cool, but I'm so grateful that we started in the cannabis industry because we, we stood out so much. Like, I feel like in the world of like art directors and photographers and graphic designers, like not to say we're a dime a dozen, but it's like, they're, endless talented people Mm -hmm. and the cannabis industry was kind of like this I mean it was just like weed space you know and it wasn't like this a creative space and so we were able to come in and like blow people's minds in Oregon they were like what is going on this is crazy like we like the events that would be thrown for for cannabis companies would 
would literally be like tables set up for you to just like try things. We would do things like we did one that was cowboys versus aliens and they're like <laughs> themed parties and you yeah. come up, come dressed and like we would rent out houses and make every room like this different, this different experience. Yeah. And yeah, so that really helped us, helped us just stand out. We actually, we were a team of six. Now we're a team of three post COVID, um, which actually has been, really amazing because we were all grinding so 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 hard that I feel like we were a lot of the people on the team weren't like loving what they were doing anymore like every Mm. I'm so grateful because everyone was just like okay head down like we're gonna make this happen together like 100% but I started to see that people were starting to be miserable because they're just working all the time to try to make it happen and not like not focusing on their passions anymore and it's so cool because all of us are like like the people that don't work for us anymore are closer than we even were when they were working together Mm because I can see that everyone's like happier yeah and we all love each other so much still so it's it's really great but so we have ladies of paradise which is our creative agency and then we have lady j's which is our pre-roll company and boy that is a hard business i had no idea like what i was kind of like getting into with having a pre-roll company if you think about it like every single pre-roll needs to be perfect and so it's like you <laughs> like every single day that you're producing you know, tens of thousands of these things that have to be done exactly right. Mm-hmm. And with pre-rolls, too, it's like, if they start, if they don't smoke well, no one's going to like them. And so quality control is just, like, freaking crazy. And we actually, like, we don't hold any, like, licenses within the cannabis industry, so we do things in, like, really backwards, crazy ways to make it legal for us. Uh-huh. But we've, it's been really cool, and I've actually been very, very proud of us because we've had to be, like, okay, how can we make this happen? And, like, get really, really creative on, like, how to do business. And anyone that's in the cannabis industry knows it's, like, it's such bullshit. Like, the laws that are laid out for us, they make it really, really hard for yeah. even to survive, yeah, honestly. Yeah, can't you, like, like, not even have, like, a bank account or something? Like, yeah. Like, you can't even, like, you, you basically have to, have to everything lie. is cash. And yeah. it's just, like, uh, this is kind of dangerous when we have this much money on, or it, at least the different dispensaries having a lot of cash on them. Exactly. Times. It's so dangerous. I mean, I don't know if you know much about what's going on with dispensaries right now, but they've had 90 different break-ins in Portland in the oh, last wow. three months. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of my friends, Sophia, she owns a dispensary called Eden. They've been broken into five times this month. Jeez. And it's actually really, really crazy. They like caught the people that did this one and it was like 15 year olds. Oh and so it's, like, God. very clear that, no, like, someone's, like, getting them to do it. You know sure, what I mean? And, sure. like, because they're, like, literally hitting up, like, five dispensaries within five minutes of each other, like, with five different groups. Like, yeah. they're, like, planned out. Like, yeah. Hardcore. Ah, there's yeah. drama in these streets. I know, I yeah. know. So, but having so much cash is just, it's Yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, bre- it's just asking for trouble, just, like, the 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 systems that are set up in place to make things not streamlined because mm-hmm. it's a business at the end of the day it's a business just like every everything else and it's like as soon as like Walmart starts investing and then they're gonna be like oh like now it's free to go but you exactly. had to endure the, the I feel like they absolutely right now want it to be really really hard so like the cannabis industry is starting to get put into play and people are comfortable with it being a legal thing but but 
making it hard for any mom and pop like shops to get going. Like mm-hmm. really, I, I know I'm really scared, honestly, for uh, national legalization. I feel like it's gonna just gonna yeah that needs to be crazy. Yeah, that needs to already happen and release every single person in the world that is in jail for weed. It is. Please do it now. Listen to this podcast and listen to this advice. Anybody who is in jail, currently incarcerated, for any marijuana charge, please. Release that person now. Thank I, you. I found out with um, we are working with this this nonprofit called the Last Prisoner Project, and their whole mission is to free every every last prisoner. Mm-hmm. Um, and it blew my mind because I found out that there's either two or four I can't remember the number still in Denver. The I mean not Denver in Colorado that are locked up, and I'm like. You guys were the first state to go legal, and, like, there are still people, like, how is this even possible? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's honestly, it's, it's so insane. We did an event last year that actually, like, raised money specifically for people in jail to, like, give them. And one of the guys that we donated to had been in for, like, 30 years, and he literally had two joints. Jesus. Yeah. 30 years for two joints. And he has, like, no, he's in Louisiana, and there's, like, most likely, like, you know, not going to get let out yeah. for a while still, you know? Yeah. That's super, it is super sad. It's fucked up. And also, anyone that's listening to this, if you're a cannabis company and you don't feel a moral obligation to give some of your profits or even try creative ways to raise money to help this, you're fucking up, honestly, in my opinion. Yeah. And it's pissed me off because, like, we I'm, – I'm really, really grateful right now. We, we just did um, this fundraiser with Lady J's and – I ended up getting almost everyone kind of uh, that is a part of the chain. So, like, there's, like, production, distribution, the farm, us, and then retail. So everyone makes a little bit off of, like, every cannabis product that goes out. Mm -hmm. And I was able to get all the people in line to give theirs. So we were able to donate – we're about to be able to donate $20,000 to the last person on project. Wow, that's dope. It's – it doesn't take that much effort to try to figure out how to make some fucking money for organizations. Like, it really – well, it takes organization it, to totally. do that. That's the thing is getting it, everybody on the same page because everybody has their own like little agenda mm-hmm. going on, and it's it's interesting because we you talked about like like your team of like six to three, but still being friends afterwards. It's like when you get into business with people, or if you're collaborating with people, to have that trust, that through line of trust mm-hmm. that at the end of the day, it's like, hey, I still have your best interest at heart, yeah. and I and I'm in developing positive or open communication strategy just to know that you're taken care of because then you can actually get some shit done rather than running in two different directions and it's just like wait I didn't know we were on different pages but we're six months or six years down the line and it's like oh I didn't even know this person like what the fuck just happened like and I guess I guess that kind of points to like getting taking accountability for ourselves like how we show up to our relationships with mm-hmm. people uh, in order to be on the same page. Because if I know if, if I know I'm straight, like I can discern whether or not like the people around me are the are the right people that need to be around me. Totally. So I'm not caught off guard or at least when I do get caught off a gu- got off guard, I can just boil that down to being my my lack of judgment mm-hmm. in that sense. Like there's like you were saying, like nothing like happens by chance and it's like we put ourselves in situations in which we get a lot of the same karmic patterns and loops happening over and over again and then like you feel like you've moved past one of them and then it's like oh yeah i've I've passed that thing and then (laughs) 
the situation comes up again, totally. you're like, you're like, oh fuck, I didn't know I was still like it in did this not loop. Pass it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna try this, try this one more time. But yeah, just just being aware uh, of the people around you's motivations, and and hopefully you can all move forward and 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 create some dope stuff. I did. I don't want to gloss over. Uh, your photography and just the aesthetic of Ladies of Paradise because it is its own unique thing and it's fucking badass and Thanks clean. Like, it's <laughs> fucking clean. I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. Oh, like, I so appreciate that. Yeah, I yeah. like, I definitely feel like a lot of creatives like, you know, having like imposter syndrome and I definitely uh, didn't plan to be a photographer by any means. Like I started with my last company, like I was selling vintage clothing and I, I had to, I couldn't afford to have a photographer every week. And so I had to figure it out. And then it ended up being literally, we started off as a blog with ladies of paradise and ended up people being like, Hey, can we hire you for photography? And I was like, okay, so this is how we're going to mm. make money is through this. And I, yeah, I always like, I'm always just so worried because I, I feel like so many people are so, so, passionate about photography and I'm like oh my gosh am I gonna add up to these people that are like putting their like heart and soul into this and so I really appreciate the compliment it means a lot to me (laughs) no 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 you're super like super good like I I feel the same exact way it's like photography has been like a really solid like access point Mm -hmm. to meet people and to communicate in like a language that everybody understands it's like if everybody's on Instagram obviously they speak in the language of photography totally like, let me take these photos, and then it subsequently, like, put me in rooms with other people to network, because my, my talent and my gift is just this, like, interacting with people and yeah. listening and, and coming up with, like, intuitive, like, ideas and just, like, inspiration to move forward, or at least yeah. opening doors in other people's reality in which they didn't see before and helping illuminate those That's paths awesome. for people. But it's, like... Like photography is just a tool, and yeah. and I feel I used to feel the same way. It's like, oh, these these men and women or these people are like obsessed with photography, and I'm just like, yeah. I hate editing. Like honestly, no, like I did too. I did a shoot the other day, and I was like, I was like, oh, who like learning how to speaking about going back to like friends and stuff. It's like, oh, who's like a dope editor? Like I don't have it in me to edit because I've been editing podcasts. I've been doing live meditations. I'm like, I'm not in You've been editing. doing a lot. Editing, editing mode is just not right now. So I like reached out to a friend to help me just edit some photos real quick. But I, I feel a lot better about photography now because like I know within the realm of photography what my passion mm-hmm. is, and that's street photography. Yeah. Like hitting the streets, and that's just that's just a tool for exploration. So that's – like though that's how that's linked in in photography as it exists in my life today, still like opportunities because people pay for photography. So I'm yeah. like, all right, how can I get some jobs? But through the lens of seeing new places, experiencing new cultures, eating new food, meeting new people, like that's the that's the the mobilizing force that I feel like photography can still exist in my life and Mm -hmm. still feel good about it. Totally. I know it's really, I I would say my, my like thing that keeps me going on it and loving and like loving it in some way is like get like the way you can like make people feel so good about themselves. Mm. Like I feel like it's such an intimidating thing to be like in front of a camera. And I, I really pride myself on like, 
Because a lot of times we, like, with with our work, we've been really adamant about shooting people in the community instead of, like, hiring actual models. Yeah. Like, who's smoking weed? Yeah. Who's about this? And then people are, like, so excited, but they're so nervous because they've never done it before. Yeah. And if I'm doing my job right and things go as planned like they always leave being like oh my gosh i'm a badass like i'm yeah, so hot yeah, and like super yeah. stoked and i'm like okay this that one's great you know yeah and getting to like give that to someone is such a it's such a, a gift. great gift yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's awesome i have such a hard time directing like, like I, need to, I need you to do this like i'm just like how about you do your thing and i'll just be the fly on the wall like creeper over here <laughs> with the camera and I'm, <laughs> I'm just not saying anything and i'm just like so oh different god styles, you know? oh god <laughs> that's why like street is so good because i don't have to talk to anybody sure. and i just let people just do their thing and then i just like interject and just get in there yeah. and get sometimes get cursed out but it's all good i can do people it. say like no sometimes like? sometimes there's a guy in san francisco where i was like taking a photo of his car and he came up to me and he's like what are you doing and i was like taking a photo of your car he's like why i was like because it's beautiful he's like okay <laughs> i was like all right cool but like because it's beautiful but like in other countries like, like i was in mexico and like just like the life on the like being immersed in like the city and just like their day-to-day life like yeah. meat markets and stuff and just like going down the alleyways yeah. and you see all this like like the like the beef hanging oh. down, it was it was nasty. I but, can only imagine. But it was just like I was just like I gotta go down there and like talk to people, and it's so great just like walking up to to people and just like sharing your story. Like yeah. I was, I remember this last same trip in Mexico. There was like this like cow farm, like this like by the beach. It was like ten feet from the beach, and there was like all these cows in this pasture. And there was a family sitting under a tree. And I was like, I was waving at them. I was like, oh, hey, I'm a black guy with dreads. Like, can I come over and hang out? And uh, I wa- they waved me over and I walked over and, like, introduced myself and practiced my Spanish. And, like, with the family and, like, the they've, like, owned, like, this farm for, like, over 100 years. And, like, the grandpa was there and the grandma was there. The grandpa was, like, like on death's door but just sits outside every single day. And, like, I was just... The rest of the family left, and I was just sitting with the grandpa, like, talking about, like, the cows and, like, w- like asking the grandma. I was like, hey, like, what's your favorite one? She's like, oh, I love all of them. And, <laughs> and I got to take photos of the cows, and it was just, like, this really embodied experience that I have, like, photos that I still need to get developed because they're on <laughs> film. But, like, those types of, like, soul-enriching yeah. experiences, like, that's – I found, like, that's, like, the lane. Definitely. Uh, yeah. I feel like – I, I wish that I had, actually, I just got, I didn't know, my, one of my clients gifted me my first film camera, which I'm really excited about. Um, but I feel like there was this line in this song that was like, take more pictures, uh, that like can't be recreated. And Uh I love that because I feel like all the pictures that, that I take are like making a set, doing something, you know what I mean? And so I love that, that you're like, you know, taking pictures that can't be recreated. Yeah, they (laughs) definitely can't, but. I just needed that's this incentive to travel more. Yes. That's like it's like, oh well, this is what I like. So I Definitely. have to have to create with the tools that I have to create the life that I want to live. Absolutely. Like, this is mobile. So mm-hmm. gotta take this to wherever I go and when were you camera. in Mexico? March. Like right before like came back crazy shit. Like I did ayahuasca in Mexico and oh came my back God. the day of quarantine lockdown so it was very much like a summoning of this of the great spirit of ayahuasca and i was like she was like aaron we need you 
come meet me real quick and go back and heal the world. And then it's like, as soon as I get back, it's like, podcast, go. Meditations, so awesome. go. Meditations, go. Share your light with the world, go. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I <laughs> am super stoked that you got to have that experience. That is something that actually it's funny because we had um, a date booked in April. I really would have preferred to go to South America, but there's like shamans that have been like coming kind of missionary style like to America and, and doing these ayahuasca ceremonies. And so we had one planned for the middle of April, Ooh. but got canceled. Shit. Yeah. I was actually in Thailand, so when you were there, I was in Thailand. Because I came back like a week and a half after lockdown started, and everyone uh-huh. was freaking out. Like, you're going to get stuck in Thailand. Yeah. I was like, actually, like that wouldn't be that yeah, bad. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, f- I have a friend, uh, Cameron, who was just on the pod. Like He was in Vietnam like at the, around the same time, and I'm just like, dog, wouldn't it have been so cool if you just stayed there? And he like had to come back like family and all that kind of stuff. But it was – I'm just like – I would have loved to be in another country for this whole entire thing. Like the, the perspective of seeing like this globe as completely inhabitable, not just partially with whatever, however we feel about the U S like we, we, like we're, we're tripping over here. Like, like the whole world is there and, and we've somehow have convinced ourselves that this is better than anywhere else. It's like, I know there are people that are happy, healthy, in love, creatively fulfilled in every part of the world every single part of the world i know it's so weird i feel like our like we that i was saying like earlier you know we only know we know we are what we surround ourselves with and i feel like we we in america are just like obsessed with this hamster wheel mentality we're like i'm not enough unless i work all the time how can i be more i'm not enough and it's Mm -hmm. like it it's disgusting and i feel like (laughs) it's i'm like actively working on changing that mindset the other day i was like sitting around and i was like okay i'm gonna like write music today go on a walk you know meditate not do work stuff and like within like two hours i had like these thoughts that just kept coming up again like oh my gosh like you're you're not you're not working hard enough you're never gonna get where you need to go if you don't work hard and I, i like shut it down and like meditated and then it came up again like with literally within two hours and i was like this is programmed inside yeah. me that it's just like gonna keep coming up over and over again and it's like you gotta just remember that that's not the truth yeah <laughs> we have to like take it on ourselves to deprogram ourselves and yeah. like keep on massaging and forgiving ourselves from falling into the same trap over and over yeah. again because like i still have those same things too and it's just like like no you've been you've been doing your thing like for, yeah. for a little while now and it's just like that that doubt or at least like the judgment side of it still comes in and I think like finding those little tiny uh I don't want to say triggers but like little modalities to get out of that Mm -hmm. state of thinking because if you don't feel like doing like the work or whatever like I've started taking like little like hour-long naps just to kind of just like wipe the software wipe the slate clean and just start new again and just operate from Smart. that place, like it, it's new. It's like just, yeah. just like if I'm feeling funky yeah. for whatever reason. Like I found that like surging through that funky, unhealthy, oftentimes due to eating too much or something, and just be like, oh, my stomach hurts, and I feel like shit right now. Like what do I? And then try to work through that. Yeah. It's like nah, just fucking drop it right there. Fucking take a nap and restart yeah restart (laughs) when you feel like less bloated yeah that makes sense maybe i should try that i've been like awful at napping because i sit there and i'm like what are all the things 
Yeah, yeah. What are, what are all the things? I need to do it. Need, yeah. Going back to the ayahuasca thing, have you done it before? No. Okay. But I feel so called, and that's what they say. It's like, you know, if you're called, do it. Yeah, like. yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it was a like it was a calling for me, but it wasn't like it came to me rather than like me like seeking it, yeah. which was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta go do this. The it best, was, the hardest. No, it was amazing because I, I think I attribute it to like a lot of the work that I've done prior on myself yeah. and just like really connecting and understanding, like what I was, who I was, yeah. like prior to that, and like addressing a lot of the issues i think people that have a hard time are the people that are just going completely like blind to the fact of like oh wait like i'm a spirit i'm a i'm eternal like, totally what like what's that mean that like and, and it's more of like a like a drug i'm gonna get high and it's just like uh like, oh, you're in for a real yeah <laughs> like like this intelligence is so fucking benevolent and tells you exactly what you like interfacing i'm just like oh like this is actual like dialogue with something that's far greater than me beautiful like and humbling so. extremely humbling like i'm just like oh thank you so much like i i'm just a human that doesn't understand this language completely but i'm i'm willing and and able to learn yeah. just guide me so she was very uh caring and nurturing for me for this trip or this this experience so that was dope I'm glad that you got to have that one of these days. You seem kind of jealous. One of these days. You seem kind of jealous. No, no, no. <laughs> I am jealous. I absolutely am. One of these days, I will get to experience this. No, one, you will. One day. Yeah, you'll meet her. I know. I, I literally, like, <laughs> spend way too much time on YouTube, honestly. Uh. Just look at listening to people's experiences. Yeah. Like, I just feel like... It changes people's lives. I did, um, I've done DMT a couple times mm -hmm. and had like really, really profound, like, yeah, dialogue. And it's so crazy to be like, okay, what, like, you're showing me something. It's not mm -hmm. like taking a drug and you're like having a good time or whatever. It's like literally, yeah, like some being something showing you the information that you need to know. And it's just like the most remarkable, incredible thing. Yeah. So, do you experiment with any other plant medicines? Oh, yes, absolutely. Just talking the microphone. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I'm like, w you can't see me, but I wave my hands and head around all the time. Um, but yeah, I microdose mushrooms five, four days a week right now um, and have been for about two years. Wow, and four yeah, days a week? Yeah. Whoa. And I know. And I, I mean, <laughs> I've talked to different people and some people go back and forth and take time on but it works for me to do four days and uh -huh. three days do you do it mix it with anything like niacin or b12 or anything um like i don't mix it with I, so what what the I, I take these chocolates and they have cordyceps uh, reishi lion's mane niacin ylang ylang and peppermint Duh. and they're next level ah. Like, yeah, I'm really, really grateful to, to be able to source these. Um, but it honestly has just been such a, a gift helping with just like anxiety and depression, quite frankly, you know, mm -hmm. and I actually write, right when COVID hat like hit, I, well, right when I got back, I was like, I'm going to just like go into meditation and eat like three grams and just like see what happens. And it was so intense. Um, but I normally, I normally just take small amounts of microdose and then maybe like once every like two, three months, we'll try to like do a yeah, bigger trip. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So when did you use, like, so you said two years now. Yeah. That is 
I've, I've been wanting to experiment with like microdosing, but I just haven't like gotten around to it. And like at, at some point, like I will. I, I feel a lot of the time that like it's hard to like be your like true authentic self. And I feel like so much, so much when I, when I am microdosing, I, I feel more comfortable to be myself. Cause I feel like a lot of times it is just like anxiety that makes us unable to be ourselves. Yeah. And so yeah. that's something I really feel like it helps with. Like, I feel like I'm just like, yeah, have the ability to just like show up as myself instead yeah. of like, you know, these crazy thoughts that are going through your head all the time. And that's something that I really have appreciated so much from, from having access to them. Yeah. They definitely like reveal like your innocence and, mm-hmm. and like, yeah just like your humanity it's just like hey like it's not so serious type of thing like yeah. dancing around and giving yourself permission in a sense like but we're talking about like how the society makes us think we have to work 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 all the time but like I know like like the the gift of psilocybin like kind of like just takes down that whole facade it doesn't even mm-hmm. exist and and yeah just that that breath that space and freedom to to create and to be ourselves because we naturally are creating in every single moment yeah it's just like hey like let's just tap into this space and occupy this space for a little while so i've i've only i've been familiar and done mushrooms for a couple of years now and like yeah. i always make it a point to do some like whenever i'm like out camping and stuff and oh yeah really, like everything in nature for me like it's, it's i've done it's i've the been best. i've been in i went to like century bar like on on it and i'm just like what is this this is horrible um ah! yeah you start looking at everything and you're like oh my gosh why why is this have you okay i went into a grocery store before high on mushrooms yeah. and it was like the worst decision i was like Look at all this packaging just in this line, so we just have more and more of it being made, and like put like uh, yeah. I just was like freaking out, and I was like, give me to the produce section. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. All, the, all the produce is fake too. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Where are we coming to? Yeah, it really it really makes you think about what is going on because I feel like so much. I mean, I, I feel like it's worldwide, but a lot in America where we're just taught to not ask questions. We're taught mm-hmm. to just go and be yeah. and just like. Just keep being on your hamster wheel. Keep going. And I feel like mushrooms really makes you, like, look at stuff and be like, why is that that way? Why am I doing this? What What is this made out of? Or You know what I mean? Just, like, asking a lot more questions than you ever could imagine. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's definitely a gift. And there's so many, like, plant medicines, just modalities, and just mm-hmm. getting into the space of, like, being like the architect of your experience and, yeah. and ut- utilizing all of nature's gifts and then even like ones that are that weren't created by nature but like like there's so many things available to yeah. us to just alter our perspective and give us a little bit more like space to be creative and to find our own solutions whether that's health wellness uh relationships just counseling ourselves because we can't like we have to find a place to be our best friend at all times. And that's, that's oftentimes is like a tough place to finally get to, to like finally be like, Oh, I fuck with myself. Like, I think I'm dope. Hell yeah. Like, this is cool. And you have to continue. I feel like, yeah, it's reaffirming that in yourself all the time. Adding new, uh, tools. Like Mm -hmm. I, there's a couple of like audio books that I just recircle back to just to see like how I'm resonating. Yeah. One of them is, 
Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. Okay. That's great. I've never read any of his books, but I've watched his show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solid, solid cat. Like, he's he's spot on. And yeah. It, and it makes, I guess it makes, he makes, like, the whole, uh, like, esoteric, like, yoga meditation mm-hmm. space. Like, he links it to science. So, if you're very, like, left brain, it's just like, hey, like, this is based in science. This is truth. Yeah. Like, a lot of Deepak Chopra books Mm -hmm. just talking about like universal like intelligence and abundance and like unity consciousness and all that kind of stuff and then the one that i've been reading or listening to more frequently is manifest now which is amazing okay i feel like i'm just being programmed like yeah like going through life i'm just programming myself to kind of just regurgitate the things that i'm learning and experiencing or at least mirroring the things that i'm consuming Cause that's what we're all doing is just mirroring what we take in. And if we're just taking in fucking Fox news, totally. like we're going to have a bushy tail and carry a AR 15 and fucking do that toxic bullshit. But it's like, that, that stuff. yeah, yeah. That like that, that shit. But it's like, we have the power to create our own reality. And that's kind of why I'm doing this. And that is such a good point that it's like, we have endless, things around us that are trying to program us in one way like we owe it to our we owe it to ourselves to be reprogram reprogramming ourselves daily with like the information and the habits that we want to form mm-hmm. yeah reprogramming along with like the non-judgment of falling back to like the old thing because that old shit's always gonna yeah. be a part of ourselves like the oh i'm not working hard enough or so-and-so's better or whatever just the awareness of identifying like oh this is what i'm doing right now mm-hmm. and then going back and reinvesting in the the programs whether that's yeah. the microdosing or whether it's spending time in nature healing getting healed by by the unlimited resource of of mother nature like trees air water like it's all there to heal you but like keep on reinvesting in mm-hmm. those things and creating like a cognitive relationship with what is happening like if we, if you go if you're in nature and you hold the intention when I jump into the water, I accept all of the healing energy of this lake. And that's how you go into it. And that's Love how you, that. what you believe while it's happening. Then best believe that's what's happening, whether that's real or placebo. Mm-hmm. And, and that it, I'm on the side to say it's real. But Me it's too. like, if, yeah, if, <laughs> if you don't, if you're not so optimistic, then even placebo works for you. Yeah. Like whatever. But yeah, so many, so many tools. That is so 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 true and I'm going to take that advice I feel like so much of the time like that I spend out in nature I'm like not being as intentional as I absolutely should be like actually like saying the words to yourself like I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna have I'm gonna take in this energy and it's gonna heal me and like Mm -hmm. being thankful for that yeah well it's like it's learned though it's like a learned behavior it's not something that's like oh yeah I just fucking just started doing it myself uh, just like jumped just, in the water I have like no, like <laughs> yeah i have no like lineage of like of yeah. like earth healers or whatever or that i'm conscious of like yeah. maybe like my spirit knows that and it's like totally. hey take this path. yeah i was like probably <laughs> do, do this, yeah do this, bro it's a good thing but like just taking in information and then like hearing uh like way more connected spiritual like like even academic like people talk about these things i'm like i I know that language. Like, mm-hmm. when they say it, I'm like, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, this isn't, like, this. you don't have to convince me. It's like, once I hear the truth, truth, like, cuts through anything. Truth is, like, the most potent, like, 
like light that there is it's like once you hear it and experience it you're like oh dope like okay i feel i feel good now because this is truth truth resonates at at a much more coherent frequency than bullshit does (laughs) totally (laughs) how many people are like how many people are like like hypnotized by a bullshit frequency i'm just like y'all ain't even on it (laughs) it happens more often than we'd like to admit i think you know yeah (laughs) yeah so what are you inspired about these days um obviously everything that's going on with just social justice i feel like i'm very inspired by the thought that like that things are going to change and like doing what we can as individuals. And like, I just feel like people are truly waking up to like just this disaster of, of, of the way that we live in general. And whether that's about like racial injustice or about like us fucking up our planet, I feel like people are really like starting to be like, Oh my gosh, why have we been programmed that this is okay and I'm I'm really really excited to see people having these conversations and talking about it all the time and I just like I really see a light at the end of the tunnel and so that's like I mean how can it not be it's like it's on everyone's minds right now yeah and but in a more fun light way I mean I'm really really inspired by like friendship and by like connection and communication Mm. like I feel like I I've really been on like my spiritual path this last year and I have a really close group of friends that are not 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 really on that level quite yet but like I've been getting them You've to You've been microdosing them. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, literally everyone everyone in my crew has now been like eating way more mushrooms than they ever have before. Um but like I so for my birthday this year I had everyone bring a activity for everyone and so it was like whatever you wanted to do and one of the girls brought brought piece of paper with everyone's name on it and everyone had to write a compliment about each person and oh, so everyone left wow. with like a compliment wow. but like inspired by like trying to really connect with people on like a more real level than like what we normally do and and just like yeah like being being really open about how much you like love people and like Mm -hmm. and like trying to build them up and make them feel good and let them know and I feel like that's just been like a really inspiring exciting thing to me lately is just trying to trying to connect with the people that I am already obsessed with but like on just a bigger deeper level yeah no I love that a lot I feel like I feel very similarly is like going like investing deeper into those Mm -hmm. relationships because like like whether we think about it or not but like we are kind of like putting people in different like categories like throughout Mm -hmm. life and it's like i have like like a i know more people than i've ever like known like in this city but there's only a few people that are like really really like in my close circle so i'm making sure that i'm like supporting what what they're doing at all times making sure that i'm checking in because i'm very much like absorbed like the the tendency of like my mother of always like wanting to like be there for for people and and just intuitively like knowing what people need at all Mm -hmm. times and like how to show up for them and and how to offer like space and advice and all that kind of stuff it's always it's it's fun to to see your capability of like loving and facilitating connects connectivity with people who may not that may not be like in their nature to to be like the the I guess like the big open heart that can kind of bring everybody together type of thing so that's 
definitely fun. Like I was talking about before the pod, like going out, I'm going out to Timothy Lake tomorrow with like a bunch of the, the bros and like, it's so intentional on my part. I'm like, I so I'm like, okay, got my roommate, like got my like homie Robbie, Tim, Cameron, Yang. All right. Like the bros were going out to the lake intentionally to heal, also do some content, but like the the reason why we're going is much more than like yeah. getting this 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 check or anything like that it's like no we're we're prioritizing our time together like in connecting and having those deep conversations because everybody's fucking brilliant that i that i hang out out with and it's like we're gonna prioritize that and then whatever whatever we come up with outside of that that's what this company gets mm-hmm. like you guys get like like you guys are secondary. We're putting I'm putting my friends and like who are my family first and we're going to reinvest in our relationships and then just let everything else just be what it is. That's really really cool that you're doing that that way. We've always really tried to kind of merge making money with fulfilling like our kind of cuz we're like a group of friends that are doing trying to make money together and you can absolutely do it like I feel like so many people think that like work has to be work and then you're like fun time is fun time but like you can Mm -hmm. absolutely merge those two and it's way better yeah yeah how was that like like when did you realize that that was a possibility because that's what I'm trying to like you're farther along on the path than I am and I'm just getting a taste of it I'm like oh no 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 this is this is fucking for real um I don't know. I mean, I feel like once, even just our first party that we threw, it was like, okay, what? Like, I'm really into aliens. One of the girls is really into Western style clothing. It's like, how do we, how do we make everything that we want to do and like just see if people will like it and see if people will pay for it? And they normally will because the thing is, is like if you're putting your passion into something. There's so many, like, talented people that lack passion. I feel like technically good photographers, technically good creatives. And I feel like that that people really can tell when there's, like, fun and passion and real heart put into things. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just start – I feel like if you just, like, really put – what you want to do on the front burner and not what you think the world wants you to do. Yep. Like it's just going to work out better. Yep. Even if it's scary, like it, it, you'll have more fun doing it. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Like the, the validation or like the result doesn't even matter because mm-hmm. you're having so much fun doing the thing that you love. And yeah, like to that point, I'm just like this last year, I'm just like, Oh, like I'm a lot more fun and I'm having a lot more fun and I'm happy I'm dancing and doing things that I like to do. And it's like, like the money's going to come. Like it's going to come period. I've already decided it's coming. It like, is big old. It's like, coming back up the Brinks truck. Like, yeah. like I already know. Like I'm, I, I'm in love with the idea of like helping people mm-hmm. like cr- start their own meditation practice. Cause it's like, like I don't have to receive credit for it because you have to put in the effort in order to get the result of it. So it's like, it's a hands off type of thing. Like, let me just inspire others through my own practice. It's like, okay. And it just, it's just more motivation to keep meditating. Cause it's like, all right, well, if I'm going to be known as the meditation guy, I can't not meditate. So then I get to reinvest in my practice. And then like the results of it is just me having more mental clarity, self love and accountability for keeping myself healthy, my mind and my body healthy and investing in my relationships. So it's like this, this like ever fulfilling cycle that I'm engaged with. That is a creative process as well as 
just like living a life that I want to live. Dude, I'm really stoked for you because I feel like that it really just takes a mindset shift to be like, I can do what I love with intention with my friends and like make money and not say no to like getting exactly what I want. And Mm -hmm. it it will like, it starts to come into a flow and don't, I mean, like I said, I think I said this earlier that we've, I think actually might've been last night. We have failed so many times, like endlessly like pivoting. And so it's like, not to say that things aren't going to like, crash and burn sometimes sure. you know what i mean because yeah. they definitely do yeah. no, totally. but like if you're having fun and you love who you work with when you fail you can like be like okay well here we go again yeah. let's pivot and it's okay yeah. like you know yeah seeing it as like just another opportunity similar mm-hmm. to the name change which i haven't, exactly. I haven't thought of a name yet <laughs> so i haven't thought of a name yet but but like that just like <laughs> looking at, at, at every roadblock as a new opportunity to to pivot and it's like ooh, yeah. here's another chance to like take all the things that I've learned in these experiences mm-hmm. to create something new. Like that idea of creating something new is always fun, especially when you're yeah. done. Especially like when you just accept yourself and just be like, oh, this is like where I'm at rather than like the finding yourself yeah. stage. It's like, I think we were talking before. I don't know if it was on the podcast, if we recorded it <laughs> or if we didn't record it. Cause we were speaking a little bit before, but like that, that like finding yourself, phase and i'm and being so happy to like have some i guess i would say like a full grasp of like who i am and Mm -hmm. and who we are and like what we are here to do rather than like the anxious like i don't know who i am i don't know what i'm passionate about i don't know this i don't know that and then it's just like oh fuck like all that work to get to that realization like having that in kind of like in the back burner and still investing in in that because that's that process never ends but then it it gives you a lot more confidence of like i can pull i can make another trick happen yeah i can make something happen because i've done it before and i i know where my energy's at and i know what i value and it's my friends it's my family it's my energy it's myself we'll make it work (laughs) yeah it's gonna be fresh too so you know i feel like as much energy and belief as you can put into yourself it's gonna come back to you you know it really it really it it's hard to not have limiting beliefs and it's hard to not you know just like talk shit on yourself like the more that you can not do that the better and better that it's gonna get mm-hmm. i'm still i agree with that i was just like trying to think of a name for your group it's harder than it seems i know i like the thought that came in my head i was like harley famous hardly, <laughs> like hardly famous but harley famous i like it this could, yeah, this could go on forever. It does go on forever. I send so many names to Josh, and we're like, no, none of those. I'm like, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, it's I'll hard. probably I'll probably think of something offline, but uh, I send it over. Yeah, to yeah, me, yeah I'll definitely. No, it's something's gonna come. Like something's gonna come, but yeah, I don't. I think it'll just be like long pauses if if I try to figure it out right now. Yeah, uh, you know, that's okay. <laughs> I know it's, I'm honestly, I was so stressed about this name thing, but I'm so glad that it didn't happen two weeks from now because we're like just finished up, like really putting the finest touch, the final touches on these two singles, and we're going to release a seven inch like vinyl. Mm-hmm. And we were like this close to sending it to like get done. Mm-hmm. And so it would, we would have had the wrong name on it and it would have been awful. Yeah. So I'm literally like, okay, this sucks. But like, I'm so grateful that I just didn't like spend all my like money on yeah. <laughs> making something that doesn't have the right name. So yeah. Yeah. Our sh- branding is so. Your shirt says shine your light baby. You can be called light baby. Ooh. 
Ooh, Josh would love that one. Okay, light baby, you gotta write this. Down. <laughs> See That's it coming. There we go. <laughs> Bottom of the You're night. Coming. Two outs. Bases loaded. <laughs> I love it. If that ends up being our name, Light I'll do Baby. It. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's just hard. It well, is. I like I it. I think that's a great place to end this. But uh, thank you so much for your time, Harley. Where can people find you on the interwebs? Um, so my business is Ladies of Paradise, ladiesofparadise.com, Ladies of Paradise on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And then Harley Case is with two E's. <laughs> two E's. Well, thank you, Harley. And thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you all for listening to Opening Presence. <laughs>